Welcome to Offstage with Jordan Baylor, where you'll discover the stories behind the movers and shakers in the entertainment and business world. Now here's your host, Jordan Baylor. Welcome to Offstage with Jordan Baylor. This is episode three, and I have a very special guest for you today. Artist and serial entrepreneur Lee Selman. She has a lifestyle where she works and creates on her own terms. Building the e-commerce business, paleo treats, sweets without any starch, gluten-free, grain-free, dairy-free, soy-free, no preservatives. I do have to say the snacks are freaking delicious, and the growth of the company has gone up year over year. But that's not the only thing to Lee. Lee moves to the beat of her own drum. So when you meet her, she has a magnetism to her speech that draws you in and an ability to describe and inflame a passion creatively within you that is very, very rare when you meet people. So when you hear her thoughts, you know you're in the presence of a person who's constantly shying away from conventional thinking and prefers to bet on themselves. Through that hard work, Lee has built a lifestyle where she works and creates on her own terms. In this interview, I bring to you Lee Selman. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Offstage with Jordan Baylor. I have on the line Lee Selman, the king of paleo treats and artist, one half of the artist collective, Man Rabbit, a published book author. There's a, it's, it's, it'll take me a long time to list off all our accomplishments. But how are you doing today, Lee? I'm doing awesome. Yeah, thank, <laughs> thanks for having me. It's rad. <laughs> It's so good to have you. So good yeah. to have you. Yeah. So first off, I want to get into like the uh, origin story of Paleo Treats. I mean, how did the company come about for people that um, aren't aware? And what is it exactly that you do for people that you know aren't aware? So we, uh, Nick and I have had you know m- multiple we're serial on- entrepreneurs. We've had some successes and some failures where you know companies didn't do so well and you know, lost everything. And, uh, so in 2009, we started, we had a friend moved in that, uh, was eating the paleo diet and it was, it was so So much. Paleo is just carnivorous, just straight meat. No, it's a, nope. It's, it's gluten, gluten grain and dairy free and, uh, no starch. And it's actually, you don't eat a ton of meat you just eat quality meat. So it's a very nutrient dense diet that doesn't have a lot of filler in it. Now, when you first heard about the paleo diet was, were you attracted to it or were you like, uh, like a little off put by the diet? Uh, the guy that, that turned us on to it was pretty cool and he's turned us on to a, quite a few cool things. So we just went with it. And oh, okay. so we started eating, you know, we started, we got all the gluten grain, so that means no rice, no soy, no corn out of our diet, no dairy. And we started eating, basically your plate looks like a bunch of uh, nutrient dense veggies, like a huge salad and a little tiny bit of meat that's raised properly. That means no hormones, nothing like that. So when you go for quality, you know, you end up eating less, right? Yeah. Um, you think about it. And so stuff like corn, soy, rice, flour, it just takes up a lot of space in your gut, but it has very little nutritional value. Hmm. Right. It's just like styrofoam in your gut. And so your body, body is constantly in a state of starvation because you're not giving it any nutrients. And you think about the standard American diet is mostly, you know, 
rice, pasta, bread. And carbs. That's carbs. And it's a concept left over from World War II when we had to feed masses amounts of people. And we became crop-based, right? So everything has corn in it. Everything has wheat in it, flour. And, you know, we had to feed masses amounts of people. And so, you know, we had to fill their gut. And it's uh, then then uh, that became subsidized by the government. And, you know, they created this food pyramid saying, you know, get your whole grains in. Yeah. But you think about it, it just fills, fills your gut. And what your body needs is it doesn't need calories. It needs nutrition. So you get rid of all that stuff out of your diet and you eat mostly nutrient dense vegetables and a little tiny bit of meat, fish, fowl, nuts, and seeds. So that's basically what the paleo diet is. And it makes a lot of sense, uh, logically, you know, once you start and once you start eating that way, you start feeling better. Um, dairy was really huge. You know, we're the only species that drink milk from another animal, yeah. you know, right. Squirrels don't drink from dogs, that type thing. Mm -hmm. So once you start getting those things out of your diet, uh, you start feeling better and your energy level goes up, which is, that's the biggest thing because your hormones will start balancing out and your energy level goes up and it just makes you a more productive human, right? Mm -hmm. If you feel better. You feel better, you can do more. You yeah. told me that your energy levels sometimes are just through the roof. Oh, yeah. Once you are doing the diet, you can work for like 15, yeah. 16 hours straight. And I was just like, whoa, yeah. this, is, this is insane. Yeah, we're really big on sleep. So we get, you know, sleep's really valuable. So it's, you know, it's not just eating right. It's also like exercise, getting, you know, plenty of sleep, getting the rest you need, getting a little bit of sunlight, you know, hanging around cool people, getting out to nature, stuff like that. So, yeah. So the guy that um, introduced you to paleo, uh, the diet, you were able to build a business around this uh, diet. Can you tell me about like how that came about? Yeah, we were eating paleo and started feeling, you know, amazing. This was 2009. And there was nothing to eat for dessert. And, you know, you go get a thing of a tub of Haagen-Dazs, but, you know, that food doesn't just disappear as soon as you put it in your gut. It takes about a week to work its way out for, out of your cells, right? Because it's, you mm. It's you know, so, you know, you go off the, off the wagon and we thought, man, it would be so awesome to be able to have a, a dessert that follows these same guidelines. And so, we made 2,000 of them in our tiny little kitchen by hand and took them up to one of the first CrossFit games. And there was three booths. It was Panda Express, us, and uh, a meal delivery service that's long gone. And we uh, we were thinking, well, we'll just, it was dusty. And we'll think of, oh, we'll just end up giving it away the morning of the second, you know, giving it away. Yeah. And we ended up selling out the morning of the second day. And that's when we realized we had something. And we're really into quality. So everything, we wanted to make a dessert that was as healthy as your healthiest meal mm -hmm. and just take the guilt out of dessert. So we've been going strong ever since. And our biggest thing is don't uh, sacrifice quality and be good enough to be discovered. You know, we haven't changed our product. We're really picky about taste. We only have six of them. So. Wow. Yeah. See, I'm pretty sure a lot of people have requested flavors or wanted you to, you know, kind of maybe other companies have approached and want to do like a brand collaboration or, you know, kind of do like some yeah. Ben and Jerry's. You know, they do so many different flavors. 
yeah. how do you um, stay true to yourself and just constantly say no to uh, opportunities like that? Um, we've had a lot of people come in and, you know, kind of circle the wagon and they want to blow us up, you know, that with that, those are the words that gets used. And, and, uh, you know, it's nice. Um, we had, uh, whole foods approach us in 2010 or 2011, mm-hmm. you know, to go into whole foods. And we were, they go, well, we have such a tiny gluten-free section. And we were like, but the ingredients are just, it's just whole foods, you know? Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, we'll just visit it next year. And then uh, Nick and I decided to go direct to consumer. And so we just ship mostly direct to consumer now. We wanted to control the experience. And, you know, we our biggest thing is we stick close to being, we want you to taste every treat and we want it, you to be blown away by it, regardless of whether you eat paleo or whatever, vegan or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you're eating. You, we just want you to be blown away. And I think whether it would be the same, whether we were selling bicycle parts, you know, we would be, we want to, you know, we want to contribute something to the world instead of just sitting, you know, making a product to sit on a shelf and take up space. We want to do something good that tastes, tastes incredible, blows you, blow, blows your mind. And it's a long, I, I, it's a long-term play, you know, like I, I would like to add, I, I've had, all the flavors and they're all i'm not vegan yeah you anything. did they're all delicious they're, they're all delicious like like yeah just really really good treats <laughs> yeah I, yeah, yeah she, she was like blowing my mind and just talking about the ingredients and uh you know it was all just yeah. natural like she said they're whole foods and i was like what like because yeah. yeah, you know a, yeah it's a cool concept if you think of i can eat a dessert and it's not going to make me feel like crap or it's not going to have a bunch of crap in it it's it's a yeah pretty rad so when you had when you first started paleo treats did you have a job at that moment nick was had a job nick had a job and he was kind of carrying the 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 finances of that and then he quit and we were all in i don't know maybe 2011 that's nice that's yeah and we've you know we've done consulting you know, we've, we had an ATM business for a long time that kind of carried us and, you know, having, you know, we're bootstrappers. bootstrappers yeah. You're an entrepreneur. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're an entrepreneur that's had like several different types of businesses. I remember you told me you had like yeah. a fashion business that was, uh, yeah. w- w- what stores were you picked up in? I don't remember. Uh, we had a clothing business called quiet hero and it was art on tees and we were in Nordstrom and Fred Siegel and. We actually lost, we, that company failed. We had to actually file for bankruptcy on that one. And we lost it when uh, everything kind of crashed. A bunch of people ended up owing us a lot of money. So, ah, so they defaulted then, on their loans and it hurt you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, but that's, you're going to, it's going to happen. You know, it just sometimes happens in business. Yeah. And- got to try. <laughs> So was it your art on the the t-shirts? Yeah, Carla and I. And then okay. uh, Carla's that, your creative business partner or your creative partner, yeah. Partner Man, for Man Rabbit, right? Man Rabbit, yeah. So that kind of morphed into Carla and I doing just fine art and we uh when you're doing fashion and stuff, we've, you know, people started trying to tell us what to do and if you do this, we'll buy this and Nick, at one point, Carla and I were like, oh, this is, 
it's not working. And so we just morphed to doing art, fine art, and that morphed into man rabbit. So. So man rabbit is like your, is, is this like a, a, this is another business basically, right? Or is it a creative expression for you? Or it's mostly a creative expression. You know, it kind of morphs into a business eventually, but it's, uh, you know, we, you know, we always have that in the back of our head with like, but the, we've been doing that for about 12 years art together. And we made a commitment to get together and have fun and create. And it's, yeah, it's paid, paid off. It's, we, uh, still get together. We have a commitment. It's like my other marriage, (laughs) Uh, you know, like, gotta commit gotta yeah. be in yes yeah, so you're all the way in on man rabbit as well as paleo treats mm-hmm. so what what's it like making a living doing something that you like what does that feel like incredible it's the way it should be it's a mm-hmm. uh, it kind of s- starts with being having the awareness to figure out what you do like and what you do love and I, I'm of the camp, you know, you shouldn't be doing anything you really don't love and you really don't like and figure that part out first and the rest will just fall into place. You know, give your love to what you enjoy, what you love doing and don't quit. You know, people quit too soon. That's the thing. You know, you've got to, I'm all, I believe I'm of, you know, I believe that the universe latches onto stuff like that. And if you just don't quit and keep going and laugh it off and, you know, everybody who's doing what they love, everything that you see, all your idols and the people you admire, they, they didn't quit. They didn't, they didn't give up. They laughed at shit, man. Like just go around it, go over the speed bump. You know, you have to look at failures and, and stuff like that as like, giving you different direction, sending you in different direction. It doesn't necessarily mean you should quit. Were you, did you feel like a little burnt when you had your uh, successful clothing line, but then it failed due to not even kind of like extenuating factors. Like it wasn't even your fault really why it failed. You know, like I can take a failure if it's my fault, but if it's just something outside of me, you know, like that feels like that would be like, that would give me a little sense of maybe depression, I guess. Cause I would be like a little hurt. Where, yeah, where were you it's, um, How did you push through that? I, well, there's, you know, I take full responsibility for everything that goes on. I, I want full responsibility. If something failed, that was because of me. And it doesn't really, then I learn from it. I don't really learn anything or nothing ever changes if I blame something outside of myself for my failure. So if I own it, then I can learn from it and move on. And I take full responsibility for that business not going well or another business not going well. And, you know, and yeah. So you put the ball back in your court, basically. Yeah, yeah, totally. How do you structure your day-to-day and balance the workload between uh, being an artist and a business owner? I make a list. Uh, I manage my time 
as best as I can. I make a list of things that I need to do that day and mm -hmm. that week. And that way it's, I can check stuff off and it makes me feel like I've accomplished stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, those little accomplishments are huge. Big wins, and, small wins. Yeah, big wins and small wins. And I always know where I'm going, you know, my as far as, you know, what the end result of some project that I want to have and and um, managing the time. I, I, It's really important for me to meditate. I've incorporated meditation in my life probably the past eight months. And so I start the day with a meditation and that keeps me in the moment and it keeps me aware. And that really helps with managing my reactions to things ah, because okay. if you... You know, it keeps your distance from stuff that's kind of happening. And if I don't, if I'm not reactive to every little crisis that comes up, uh, I can maintain my energy better and make better decisions. So that's been super valuable for me. And it creates mindfulness. Uh, so I don't react as much as I, as much as I used to. So my uh, ener okay. energy levels better. Used to film uh, maybe like a sense of overwhelm and uh, I got so much stuff to do. And now with your mindfulness, yeah. you can focus on the now yeah. to really push through and get things done. Yeah. And not yeah. burn energy unnecessarily. You know, it's a, you know, when you meditate, you can, you know, you manage your thoughts. You don't, uh, you don't latch on to things. You don't latch on to you know, bad experiences or, you know, you think about if you're driving and somebody cuts you off and I mean that. If, yeah. If you get mad, you're going to burn up a lot of energy. You're going to burn up a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah. It's a waste them of out. time. Try to write down his license plate number so you can yeah. go on Google and find out where he lives. Oh yeah. <laughs> Some yeah, people take uh, it too far. Yeah. Some people take it too far. It's a waste, waste of energy. Yeah. So you are able to get all that done through mindfulness as well as get your creative expressions out as well. Does the mindfulness help with that too? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a really cool app called uh, Waking Up. Mm -hmm. Waking Up app. And it's a 10-minute meditation that you can do in the morning. And it's by this guy named Sam Harris. And it's not – he's a very practical uh, – he teaches a lot of emotional intelligence and – uh, rational thinking and he guides you on a little 10 minute t meditation every day. So that's something that's really cool to do. And, uh, there's another guy named Joe Dispenza. Also mm. people, people should look up. He's incredible. I think I've sent you some of his stuff before, but, yeah. um, I know Joe. Yeah. And I think also having really cool people around you that inspire you and lift you up. And, um, I think I spent a lot of my life not having people around me that lift me up you know i would always have people around me that i lift up ah uh, yeah 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 I know exactly what you mean and i think it's a maturity thing and because to have people around you that are better than you it takes a lot of bravery and you have to really face the fact that you're not the greatest one in the room you know you have to uh, I think we've talked about this before, you know, I've got to touch some amazing women around me. They're so much better than me and doing really amazing things. And it, you know, it creates a little cocoon around you of people that aren't going to let you be small. 
Now, was that intentional? You making friends with them, like being like, I want to make build like a cocoon or, or did it just happen just organically through? It just happened uh, organically. I think it was an intention that I had internally. Of, uh-huh. I so, want to have people yeah. like that in my circle. And then it just kind of manifested. Yeah. Or I want to blank. I want to have a successful business and, or I want to be a successful artist. And so who do you hang around with then? You hang around with artists that are doing things that are thinking outside the box. And then if I want to have a successful business, who do I hang out with? I hang out with people that are, have successful businesses so I can learn from them. Mm. Uh, You know, and you can't learn it's just little bits and pieces. And I have a lot of really cool people in my life from, you know, admirals to artists, uh, um, trapeze artists to, you know, I want people who are thinking outside the box and going after you're their like dream. You're like a rebel. You're a rebel. You're a trendsetter. Yeah. You know, like you Hope do so. things, you're, you know, you, you, you move to your own beat. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because just how you were saying, you know, you didn't have a job. You kind of just figuring things out. Yeah. And uh, sometimes people are scared to to bet on themselves. And you bet on yourself a lot. Yeah. So. Yeah. it's um, You have to have confidence in yourself when you make a move like that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I, you know, I, I mean, that, jeez. Oh, that's how I feel about you. I mean, you know, ever since you and I met, I mean, mm-hmm. you're one of my favorite people, inspiring people in my life. And thank you. You, I mean, I've told you this before, you know, you and I, I think we'll be friends forever. Oh. And I, your creativity blows my mind. And thank you. yeah, you know, I, you know, everything that the projects that you've sent me that you're working on. And, you know, I don't know if you want me to talk about my favorites, but because you're doing stuff with them, but like, they are epic. They are. uh, Yeah. Incredible. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're one of those people, you know? So you're a book author. We, yeah, we just did a cookbook and What's it called? I I, I didn't it's, know any of this. You had to tell me all of this. It's called All Star Real Food Cookbook, and it's twenty all stars in the real food world. And we took five of their favorite recipes and put them in a cookbook. So it's a hundred recipes, and we self published. Uh, it sh- uh, ships December first. Oh. It's really it's yeah it's brand new. Oh, okay, it's brand new. It's not even out. Okay. No. And it's so even, okay. you can find on the Paleo Treat site. So we'll probably a lot of faint Bobby Brown, the makeup artist, did the the foreword, and yeah, wow. it's pretty rad. It's a great book. What what kind of yeah. uh, recipes can can we find in the book? Uh, everything from healthy margarita recipe to meat to vegan to dessert. Um. Yeah, everything there's a hundred recipes in there. And they're five of their fav- favorite recipes. So it's like taking five of your favorite songs from twenty of your twenty of your favorite artists and putting them in a in a compilation. Yeah, in a compilation. 
So how did this idea come about? Whose idea was it? Uh, I was at this friend's house. Her name's JJ Virgin. She's this amazing woman, one of my women I really look up to. And she has this incredible, uh, cool, uh, not cool whip, but uh, topping, you know, for like brownies and stuff. And it's made out of coconut cream. And I was like, man, this is so amazing. And, you know, I know all these people, but I was thinking, what do they eat? You know, I, I know what my five favorite recipes are that I cook over and over again, but what about the famous people in the real food world and the paleo world? What do they eat every time? What do they love? What's their favorite? So we put it all in a book book. Yeah. It's incredible. How long did it take you to put together? A year. Just to like reach out to that many people, get the yeses, the whole. Edit the book. Edit the book. Physically put it, you know put it all together it took a year probably about a year year and a half creatively did you think it would take that long no <laughs> no we were probably eight. always think something's gonna be like way fast it's gonna take me like two weeks you yeah know, something like that yeah yeah we were like eight eight months behind but the cool thing is we insisted on it being a good pro- good product mm-hmm. we insisted on it being quality and we edited it over and over and over again, and it turned out really well. You know, we wanted to make sure every picture was the best. If 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 uh, the picture wasn't good, then we would make the recipe and shoot the picture. Oh, wow. So, yeah. We didn't do that too much, but we did. Yeah, yeah. Probably 20 of them. Wow. So you guys actually got the recipe from the book yeah. and then cooked it yourself and then made sure it was delicious. For one, it has to be good. And then the second yeah. thing, you, you shot the photographs. and Yeah, some of them, yeah. The, the recipes are incredible. They're really good. Wow. I'm really so, I'm really proud of it. So. Yeah, you should be. So yeah. tell people where they can get the book again. It's on the Paleo Treats site. And if you go to shop at the top and then you go scroll, uh, scroll down and you can see it's All-Star Real Food Cookbook. And it publishes December 1st. 2019 it ships december 1st it's all it's ships. completely out yeah but you can buy it you can, yeah and you Pre-order. can buy an ebook too if uh, you want okay. to ebook it yeah can you uh get it can you get it on amazon yet uh no we're gonna put it on amazon so it'll oh, be there yeah that's nice oh, i'm proud of y'all that's cool thanks yeah i'll give you a link so you can put it in your in show, show notes show yeah, notes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. definitely um i heard this really cool concept the other day about doubling down on things you're not that good at, but things you have to do. So if you're not good at podcasts or if you're not good at podcast interview, double down on it. Mm. Like if you, if you're afraid to speak, if you're afraid to do a podcast or if you're not good at writing, double down on the writing and you kind of just break- to give you confidence in yourself or what? Yeah. It? it also exercises something that's difficult. So not only are you, Let's say I'm not good at blank. Uh, podcast is a good example. I never, I at, was asked to do interviews a lot, and I was never good at podcasts. And so that means I need to double down on it. Schedule, mm-hmm. you know, schedule more podcasts. Yeah, I mean, because your husband has a podcast, right? Can yeah, still do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, you've never been a guest on it, or what? How no, I keep telling him. Okay. I'm like, I've been on a lot of podcasts. I was a 
I've done a lot over the past couple of years, but yeah, a lot of interviews. So yeah. yeah, but I thought, I thought that concept was really cool that doubling down on stuff. Like if you're not good at exercise, you should double down on the time you do it. You know, if you want to do not good at exercise, do 20 minutes instead of 10 minutes. It just makes you a better, better human. Running towards what you fear. Yeah. And then you work on it internally and externally. Um, if you're not good at sales, you know, set, I'm going to do 10 sales calls and instead of doing 10, do 20. So is that how you kind of find yourself? Do you uh, apply that for yourself? Or I mean, how do you, where do you, what, what, what areas of your life do you apply that in or apply that towards? Uh, definitely interviews, podcasts, um, uh-huh. definitely doing live interviews. I, apply that. Um, I just heard it, heard that I'm pretty, uh, tenacious about doing stuff. So, um, I just heard that concept a couple weeks ago. So I just started applying it. So, um, I can't think of anything right now that I apply it to, but, um, would you consider yourself like an introvert, I guess? Oh yeah, totally. (laughs) Total introvert. Yeah, total introvert. Yeah, yeah it, it helps a, you think. You think a little bit more, you know, inside yeah, yourself. Yeah, you yeah. think a lot more, and not a whole. You think a whole lot more. So yeah, it just I don't know. It just seems like that, you know, helps you become you. you yeah, you know, like as an yeah. introvert. Yeah, it's a introvert is a means how you get recharged. So if that means I get recharged by being alone, it doesn't mean I'm not it. I can't be an extrovert, but it's all how you get re- recharged. So Nick gets recharged by being with other people. Mm-hmm. I get recharged by being alone. So that's all just how you get recharged. Neither one are good. It's not a good or a bad thing. Good or a bad thing. It's just how you work. Yeah. How you maneuver. Yeah. yeah. Um, was there anything you wanted to leave the audience with? Mm, just find out what you love doing and keep going. Don't, don't stop doing it. How do you find out what you love doing? What lights you up? What gets you excited? Makes you happy. Puts a smile on your face. And then all the rest kind of falls into place. It's, but just get over the idea that it's going to be easy and Mm. have confidence in what you're doing. And, um, you know, I look at some of the stuff that you've done also and what some of the stuff you're doing and the writing I've seen and, and, uh, it's, you're, it's a natural that you're meant to be doing that and sharing, sharing it with the world for sure. So, yeah. And, uh, where can people find you? Instagram, uh, paleo treats on Instagram and man rabbit on Instagram. That's the best place. That's where we, uh, I find it a really cool way to express ourselves artistically. So we have a lot of fun with it. You know, it's a, uh, it's pretty, pretty fun. So, yeah. All right. So this has been another episode of off stage with Jordan Baylor. And uh, thank you so much for your time, Lee. Oh yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Offstage with Jordan Baylor. Now go forth and create.